Hello siblings, it's Polypub Wednesday and we're talking about white violence in the classroom and in American school systems today. We're going to be using the character Miss Morello from Everybody Hates Chris to kind of accurately describe this trope. If y'all haven't seen Everybody Hates Chris, please stop everything you're doing right now and go watch it. <laughs> it's on Hulu and Prime um, if you have stars on there, which I know is elitist, but I digress. Um, but for those of you who have seen this show, you know that, number one, it's like one of the best Black sitcoms created of all time. Um, but two, you know that Miss Morello is one of Chris's homeroom teachers. She's overtly racist towards him, um, but she has a smiling face while doing it. She sweetly hurls stereotypes and slurs at Chris um, as he's the only Black student in his school. So he integrated his school in New York in the 70s and 80s. Like, peak of integration and um some would say that her character is hyperbole or exaggerated but i as well as other black students know um that these exchanges are fairly familiar and uh pretty common um when you're growing up in school systems with white teachers predominantly white female teachers um so let's get into this material real quick we got a few studies and um just some information for y'all so um white teachers like this create such a toxic learning environment for students and other black teachers um these environments are not productive for black teachers or black students success um academically or just self-esteem wise according to one study um from min sun she's from the university of washington um, said that racism from coworkers and leadership in schools causes black teachers to leave their schools, which leaves ill-equipped white teachers in classrooms with black students. So we really have to address racial bias in the classroom when we have this conversation because there's a lack of implicit bias data collection um, or implicit bias testing, um, which creates such a barrier because white teachers don't even know their own biases so it's very difficult to overcome them or even recognize them to begin with um, and considering they don't understand um, the culture of black students due to their lack of training and understanding um, and just willingness to learn um, you have terrorism essentially in the classroom when white teachers don't understand black slang or aave or um, their hairstyles um, then you see a lot of in-school suspensions, expulsions. You have teachers who look at Black students through a lens of guilty until proven innocent versus the other way around. And this kind of culture of over-policing Black students really comes from the school-to-prison pipeline, which was spawned um, after the 1994 bill was authored by Joe Biden and signed into law by Bill Clinton. And I'll get into that in another polypub episode because that really needs to be broken down further. Um, some examples of white teachers terrorizing black students uh, for hairstyles in particular. The first um, example is 11-year-old Faith Finity. She started at Christ the King Parish School a few years back in Terrytown, Louisiana. And because her hair, quote, didn't align with, with their school policy, um, she was terrorized and asked to go home. Um, the long hair that she had was locks, dreadlocks. Um, locks, I think, is the appropriate term. Um, but we see that school policies, especially at these Christian schools or religious-based schools, um, they prohibit twist afros, locks, and box braids, which are typical protective styles or just typical Black hairstyles that Black students would sport. 
So um, another example in Pearl Land um, ISD, which is independent school district in Texas, um, a teacher colored in 13 year old JT's fade that had a design in it with a black Sharpie. Like this is domestic terrorism. Like, let's just call it what it is. It's white supremacy and it's terrorism. Um, white teachers just need more one-on-ones with their students. They need NCBI training, proper diversity training, um, proper consequences whenever they invade a Black student's space and alter their hairstyle without any permission or any consent. Um, schools need to be committed to creating um, anti-racist culture in their schools in order to recruit and keep more Black teachers for their Black students. Um, And Black teachers are so important because of the role model effect. So uh, the role model effect says that same race teacher and student relationships foster a higher chance of academic success. 79% of teachers in the U.S. are white. um, And that's just because of obviously the large population of white people, but also because of the lack of long-term recruitment strategies um, implemented in schools to keep and retain and recruit and support really um, black teachers. And studies also show that when evaluating the same black student, white teachers projected the student would perform poorer than when uh, that black teacher evaluated that same student. So you see where advocacy comes into play, where a role model effect comes into play whenever you're hiring more black students, I mean, black teachers in black schools. Um, And long-term effects, in a Johns Hopkins study, um, they say that black students who have a black teacher in elementary in elementary school or middle school are 13% more likely to go to college. And if they have two by the time they're in middle school, then those chances double. So when we're addressing white supremacy, we must also take a close look at racism in the classroom and how it's perpetuated by white teachers, predominantly white female teachers. Teachers like Ms. Morello are not only present in media, but also in real life. And a lot of black students are experiencing over-policing at such a young age. So um, they're they're forced to be met with our prison system earlier. Um, they are adultified earlier. So just looked at as adults before their children simply because of their race. And this is something that we must address because there's not only domestic terrorism going on in our streets due to police brutality and racist cops and, um, you know, the police departments in general, but in our classrooms with our Black students, it starts so early, um, the terrorizing of our children. um, And this comes because we don't foster anti-racist schools. We don't Um, create anti-racist school policies. We don't advocate for, um, like I talked about in a previous episode, our Black girls in schools, but even our Black boys in schools. I gave you one example from a Black girl that was terrorized by her hair and another by a Black boy. So um, I hope you guys stay tuned throughout this episode, and I hope that you learned a lot of new information from this episode. Please comment, like, and DM if you have any thoughts, any pending questions on this episode. Um, And stay tuned for another Polypuff episode I'll have on the 1994 crime bill and its detriments and why we should care about it today. So I hope you guys stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, um, and stay in the family. I love y'all. Bye.